Hello and welcome to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. I'm Shane, as always, hanging out on the internet with Fox. What's good? Using Discord like a couple of, couple of non-studio plebs. I know, right? So we're surfing the, the web, the world wide the, web. The world wide web. How do you, how do you type, I type Google into the Google search bar? Yeah. And just Google comes up. Is that, is that how it works? No, you want to type Google into Bing. How to be a good <laughs> podcast. Uh, uh, you're not going to find the answers there, dude, unfortunately. I've tried. <laughs> it says, it says be an, number one, be an expert. Okay, we're out, dude. <laughs> All right. Peace, homies. <laughs> See ya. It's been real. It also says on, on the list... Uh, engage your guests. We don't have one. Uh, nope. Plan. So we're already like we're not we're not ticking a lot of boxes here. But no, anyways, no. This is hobby homies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this episode we're talking. We're continuing our road to the GTO, uh, which for those of you who might be unfamiliar with that, it's the Geelong Town Open, which is a two day forty k event uh, in like two weeks or something. Um, yeah. We played some Oof. remote games on Tabletop Simulator as well, so we'll talk about TTS as a whole as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We are sweating about this tournament. Our, we've got a lot of different things going on with uh, the GTO, the Geelongtown Open in particular. One of which is that it's A, it's happening in two weeks. But it's been an absolute journey for us because we we didn't even own these armies when I think we bought the tickets to it. Yeah, yeah. So, we've been building, painting, and these aren't small endeavors by any means for people trying to run a podcast where we cover a myriad of different hobbies. So, yeah. it's been it's been a task to say the least. And now that it's 2 weeks away and we've barely played games. So, oh, so we better Man, I think the game I played last night was my second game, I'm pretty sure with my Gene Stiller Colts army. Second mm-hmm. at 2000 points, so Yeah. Yeah, pressure's I, on. I think I think I've played 3 games, two or th- yeah, 3 games as well. So that's that's not a lot. It's not like we're just trying to learn our army either. It's we're learning ninth edition. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's all happening. What, I, I thought I would run through my game first, talk about it a little bit, then we can hit yours. Hell yeah, and dude. And then after that, we can talk about Tabletop Simulator in general. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. So, I played a bloke from the Discord, Benno, um, both Benno and Agro, who we played respectively. We met through our Hobby Homies Discord. They yep. started playing tabletop simulator games and making it look not clunky. Yeah. And they made, they made it look, what's the word? Fun. Because yeah. so, <laughs> we tried so, TTS, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's been, they were supposed to come down this week. We were actually supposed to physically roll dice with these lads from the other side of Melbourne. Yeah. But alas, COVID. So, we powered on and we still played a game with this, them this weekend. I played Benno who has a custodes army, sorry, custodies, has a custodies army <laughs> that looks very familiar because once upon a time it belonged to me. It did, it did. You know what? On that army's progress to Benno, you left it with me as like sort of like a, a halfway meeting point, which Agro picked it up from. Um, yes. I came I came home with uh, with Caitlin one day and she's like, why is, why is there a guy standing at a door? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There's this guy coming over to pick up stuff for his mate from Fox. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Such a tangential relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it was for, uh, I believe it was a gift for Benno's uh, 40th where they all put in and they bought this army from me. Um, and then got it commission painted from one of their mates, or one of their mates painted it as his input or whatever. Yeah. So for his fortieth, he got this dope army, which is great. I'd already built it all. Um, of course. <laughs> and it's it's custodies, so, so it's, it's like primed gold. No, not even. No, oh, no. not even. <laughs> um. So it was. You can't really go wrong picking the units. Like most of them are good. Um, and I did buy units that were like. Uh, competitive at the time and still are so it was a good list um it was it was cool to see it on the table so he ran uh he basically had two dreadnoughts which uh, which i never purchased that's his inclusion um i can't i can't quite remember what type they are i know there's like two there's like one type that everyone runs and then this other type that most people don't but benno does and they're monsters yeah 
Um, he had six Allurus Custodes, which is so like a big squad of six uh, Custody Terminators. Um, now, Custodes are already insane, so the Terminator version of Custodes is obviously... More insane. More insane, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and a big blob of six of them, which is terrifying. Nice. That's probably like 500 points right there. Fuck. And then he had a big blob of, I believe, six bikes as well, and that's terrifying too. He also just had a couple characters, which are, you know, basically a one-man army themselves. But yeah, that yeah. was the two big things of his army. Big blob of bikes, big blob of these uh, Allurus Custodes. Um, I had nine Khan effects <laughs> of different varieties. Some with claws, some with guns, you know. And I also had Old One-Eye, um, which is the leader of the Khan effects. Oh, and then that's the, like, is that the only... Um, Tyranid character like named character um I mean yeah yep yeah, yeah. it is he Crazy. has a cool story old one eye actually um but maybe we'll go into that on the beers and banter yeah sweet <laughs> uh I also have a swarm lord so I got 10 kind effects all up but just as a couple of other little additions I got a little swarm lord because he's a beast and then two tyrann effects which are kind of just like these m- big monsters they got like 14 wounds I think the toughness eight, and they've got big eighteen-inch double flamers nice. type things. It's called acid spray. So I, I when I when I put everything, I put my stuff on the table. I saw his things, and I was like, you know, this should be okay. He's got a lot of big hitting stuff. I've got a lot of toughness seven. You know, my my dudes aren't no pushover. Yeah, and in fact, in the previous game, I'd played uh, two games ago against Lachlan. He it was so difficult to get through my army's toughness seven because most things wound on fives, so like any strength six, strength five, even your real strong guns and stuff, are all wounding on fives. Yeah, yep. Um, and that when I first played it and saw it in action, it sh- it sh- it sheds off so many wounds because like yeah, you maybe say you got forty dice and you're on a three up, you're you're getting like twenty hits. But then, then you roll all those dice and you get like six wounds go through and then I save like four of them. And so, from your 40 dice, I take like two wounds on something that has a bunch of wounds. Oh, and yeah. that's just one Carnifex, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I was feeling pretty good going in. I saw his stuff. I was like, you know, they don't look like they got a lot of shooting or anything. I'm not too worried. But the game played out very differently on the table to what it did in my head. So, turn one... Um, I positioned pretty poorly. I sort of I moved up my Carnifexes. All my all my Carnifexes can advance and shoot, which is phenomenal. Yeah, they uh, get the penalty, but I'm not too worried because I'm just taking pot shots from down the table, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, plus, they shoot a lot of shots, so it's just sort of like rate of fire on a lot of my guns. Um, so I sent them down. Uh, I kind of positioned them so that I knew old one eye gave all my Carnifexes like a buff. So it was like plus one to hit. Was it plus one? To, yeah, plus one to hit. So I made sure a bunch of my Carnifexes were close. So when they're shot, they got that buff, right? He's like a captain. Makes sense. Yeah. It wasn't until the shooting phase that I read his rules just to double check it. And you only get that plus one in the fight phase. Oof. So suddenly all my shooting was really bad. <laughs> and I'd positioned them around this thing that didn't actually matter anymore. Oh, no. So that kind of sucked. I also turned one, you know, I was feeling it out, didn't really know my stratagems, so didn't use a lot. I, I have some amazing movement stratagems to just like propel my dudes down the table, yeah. but I didn't do any of that. So all my army, if you imagine just a line of Carnifexes, they just moved up, took shots, did not much else. So it was a pretty ineffective turn one. Um, and then he fought back and he just... He got in with his bikes and caked me. Um, I think he got in with his dreadnoughts as well on that turn one as well. Oof, um, and I think one of the dreadnoughts just like one shot one of my Carnifexes. That's when that's when a sweat broke from my forehead and I was <laughs> like, you know what? If uh, this is gonna be a real tough time, if his if his uh, if his dudes can just one shot my Carnifex. Yeah. Was that a good was that a good roll or is that is that standard? I don't even know what to expect. So. <laughs> 
So then turn two, and don't sweat it if you're sitting there going like, is he going to run through all five turns? Don't worry, there was two turns. So <laughs> <That's right. laughs> this is the, so turn two and the last turn of the game. <laughs> I was um, I was doing I did well at two things, and that was scoring my objectives. I was playing that pretty well. Um, and the other thing was bleeding him of his command points. He okay. had zero by the end of turn two, or like one. Wow. Um, h- however. He he had that many because he was using them and getting so much efficiency out of them. Yeah. As as highlighted by the fact this really only went for two turns. <laughs> um, two turn uh, second turn I sort of overextended. I I saw an objective in the back right hand corner of the table and I thought if I can just get he's got three custode guard just like your normal custodes, you know, still elite dudes, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He had three of them. I was like, if I can get my two Khan effects on it and my Morlock pops up, I have a I have an emergency Morlock, by the way, <laughs> which is this thing that comes out of the ground and does mortal wounds. Um, I was like, if I can pop those three up and kill two of his guard, I'll have that objective because three is more than like one, for example. That is, that's correct. So I was like, and then he's going to have to turn his big blob of Allurus around and deal with that. And then I take the midboard. I thought I was a bloody genius. I was like, this is the play. <laughs> and I'd position my Carnifexes in such a way that now they're all ready to charge in and fight with old one eye, who's a monster in combat and buffs everyone else. I was like, this is gonna be the this is this is the turn. Yeah, this is glorious. my moment. Yeah. Little little did I know that in five minutes from then I'd have like nothing on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so what so I did my play, I executed it pretty well, I got them all lock up, I managed to kill two of his dudes i had my two i had three on the objective he only had one but this guy and his smooth brain forget how objective secured works <laughs> he just needs one objective secured model there and that yeah. beats out 20 30 of my dudes if they don't have objective secured which none of my army does no so i was like oh cool so i've committed two carnifexes and a morlock up there for no reason he just <laughs> for, ignored him for one guy yeah yeah it was like oh yeah, I don't, I don't care about any of that. His Allura's Custodes didn't even turn their heads. They just kept on charging in. Yeah. So, and then I charged all my Carnifexes. That's great. They're amazing on the charge. They all dish out mortal wounds. They all re-roll. Uh, they all add one to hit rolls on the charge. Oof, nice. Effectively, which is great. But then it made me realize, old One-Eye is pretty useless, actually, because his only buff is that he gives Carnifexes plus one to hit. But they get plus one to hit if they charge. Yeah. And in my army, I've got them uh, running them as the high fleet kraken, so that they can fall back and charge every turn. So Oof. every turn they're charging. Yeah, yeah, of course they are. So every turn they're they're getting that plus one to hit. So what is old one eye doing? Just, you know. Yeah. He's just chilling. Sagging well, out. He literally was because he failed his charge into the big blob of bikes, and then was unable to support my other carnifexes. They didn't get the buff. They weren't in range. He literally just sat there out in the open just to get minced. Yeah. And that's where it sort of ended because on his turn, like in my fight phase, I I think I killed a couple dudes. He killed a couple dudes. Then it was his turn and his Allura's Custodes came in and just one-shot old one-eye and then his bikes finished off what kind of affects his... Oh, and his, his Dreadnoughts were still just mincing things. So things were just dying left, right and center. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there are a few things I looked at the game afterwards and went, if, if, if this, this, and this, it's a closer game, never would have won. Um, I'm nowhere near as good as Benno and his list is just phenomenal, but I feel like I could have lasted till turn four. Had I not sent the stuff up into the back corner, had I actually used my swarm Lord, he never did anything all game. Oh no. I positioned so poorly that... I had to keep him on a on an objective to keep it locked down. Yeah. At, and I was never in a position to like bring something back and, and hold it for him. What I was the uh, I, yeah. what were the scores at the end? Ah, uh, to be honest, at one point, I think at that moment where it was like the start of or the end of turn 2, I feel like it was about 37 him, 33 me. Okay. But then because it sort of ended on turn three, he would have technically maxed out everything. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, so I think he would. It would have been. 
a hundred to <laughs> or, or ninety something to probably forty something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we had it projected and figured out what points we could have snagged, so yeah. What? Um, yeah. So, sounds like you know you played you played well, I reckon, but there's just a couple of things there which sort of let you down. But what did you take away from your game? Like, what what are you learning from this? Well, I learned um, I learned a few things. So I learned that my list isn't as garbage as I think it is. I just need to know what my opponent can do better. Yeah. Because I look at my I looked at my swarm lord, and he's like this big monstrous guy in combat. So I'm just gonna reshuffle my microphone for a second. I apologize. Yeah. I looked at the swarm lord and I went, yeah, he's this monster in combat. Everyone always talks about it. He's got like three up involves. He's a beast. So at the end of the game, I was like, can I just take my uh, my swarm lord and fight your Allurus custodes and just I just want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and so I did, and my Swarm Lord did zero damage to them, and they one-shot him. Oh, And I was man. like, okay, if this was a game, because I can't really like, you don't really have time to go, what's his weapon? What's his average damage? You know, you don't have time to math hammer against a unit when you've got so much other things to think about. Yeah, yeah. Um, because in a game, if the opportunity had it presented itself, I would have sent the Swarm Lord in with a couple of Carnifexes to those Allurus, thinking I would have had some success. Yeah. But alas, I would not. So then no. I was thinking, okay, how could I have actually... Pl- is this Carnifex useless? Sorry, Swarm Lord. Is the Swarm Lord useless, you know? Um, so then I was talking to Benno afterwards about different ways I could have used it to bog down. Like I could have propelled him up the board, shot him down the left-hand side and stopped one of his um, Dreadnoughts yep. in his deployment zone. And so then I t- sort of took the fight to the Dreadnought. I would have been able to survive for two or three turns just locked with him because of like yep. my three up, three up invol saves. So, it's yeah. like, so that's probably in this, your list versus this list, that's probably his role. But, you know, you might play a different army where his role will change, but you've got to be able to adapt. And it's so tough for you and I to think about that stuff because we're so tunnel visioned on our own army. Oh, that- of course. Ha- we don't yeah. know, like, all these other factions and then sub-factions yeah. in those factions, you know? like Totally. It, yep. it'd be, yeah, it'd be impossible for us at this current point in time to learn everything, like, you know, if we go up against, like, Death Guard and then up against, like, you know, um, Dark Angels and Sisters of Battle. And, like, I mean, sure, you could probably learn a general, like, overall thing, like, Imperium have this, Chaos have that, like... Yeah. You know, um, but to yeah. learn like specific things, it'd be, yeah, it'd be a struggle. Yeah, for sure. And I could totally see myself in a game, like at a tournament, game one, I maybe use the Swarm Lord, for example, against this big blob of elite, whatever, and he minces them. And then yeah. I would just be like, oh, sweet. He's really good against like elite blobs. Yeah. And then next game, I could take him against the Allurus Custodes and he gets one shot. And I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> you know, it's a little bit more nuanced than that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think my biggest takeaway is that every game you and it's for both of us, I suppose. Every time we lose a game with these new armies, it's not a loss. Like nah. we need to put in these yards now to learn our army so that in five games from now, we can actually start playing and thinking about our opponent's army. Fucking and that's right, when dude. we can really, that, yeah. yeah. That, that's exactly it. I, I reckon we got games in, man. That's a win. Like the fact yeah, that, exactly. we, you know, we're still like sort of in restrictions. It's very difficult. Um, and like, but we still managed to get a game in and, and that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that was another turning point, I think, in my head because I was like, a lot of people, myself included, I'm like, what does 40K actually cost? Like, if we, like, what, what does it take to play? 40k competitively and everyone's only ever talked about acquiring the army yeah but they don't talk about the 20 hours you actually have to put into your playing games first before you can really go to a tournament and start looking at top tables with that goal in mind absolutely Some people would say at, at, at your local anyways bigger events 20 hours just go home now you know yeah. that's not enough so nah. <laughs> Because there's so many different flavors and factions and against armies, uh, in tournaments, you're going to come up against like lists like mine, off-meta skew lists. And if you're not ready for it, yep. you could be a top player, but that might be a hard counter to your army. So, you got you got to see it. You've never played it before, but you got to play it like you have. 
I don't know. I don't know how you get there, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know either. I was talking to Agro and one of Agro's mates, um, he's also in our Discord, he um, jumped in and, and said hello, but he was asking like, like he's like, what's the go with Gene Steeler Colts? He's like, I don't, yeah. I've never played them. And he's like, um, and he goes, I don't know anyone who does. Um, and he's like, do you think that might be an advantage? And I was like, maybe, like maybe yeah. the fact that people just don't know and i guess it works the same thing for a list like yours where it's like people would look at that and be like who would run this you know so yeah yeah i think we might have slight maybe a little you know cheeky maneuver in our pocket that'll help us there but who knows yeah yeah i think i, I think if you throw us against players of equal skill uh that's when our gimmick will come in handy yeah um but yeah i don't know don't know it's gonna be gonna be interesting hell yeah Looking back, I feel like I could, I kind of already, I know custodes now. Like for yep. example, I realized the Allurus custodes are all strength eight weapons with like I think AP minus two. Yeah, and that's that's why it was so brutal for my toughness seven Carnifexes with a save of three plus. Yeah, because they're wounding on they're wounding on yeah. um, threes and and doing five up saves. So yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe it was no. I think I was always rolling six up, so it's probably a three. AP three, yeah, and all of his stuff. There was a lot of flat three and D three damage, which just minced my high. It's like his. He brought the perfect stuff for my Carnifexes. <laughs> yeah. So now, but that's great because now I know. Like that's one game, and if I play that and I see a big blob of Alorus Custodes, I'm just gonna hurl like. Actually, I still don't know how to. I just don't know what to do. Play yeah. around them. I think I kind of gotta like kite them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to find out what their move is. Assume they're not going to make a 12-inch charge and then put that bubble around them and never go inside that, you know? <laughs> I think hey that's man, the only way to do it. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's great. I felt so good. I was I was like, yeah, I lost that game. I lost hard. But I feel like I'd love another crack at that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely. i still get minced, but surely not till turn three maybe this time. We'll see. <laughs> that's it, dude. That's it. Um, yeah. I reckon with more more games for the man, you'll get better and better. Would if you could play against Benno like again right now, would you want to play his his um, custodies again, or would you want to play something uh, different? Absolutely, those custodies. I want that exact same list. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I feel like he'll do everything the same because he's played that list so many times. He knows, you know, he would have gone in going, "All right, I know exactly what I want to do with this unit, this unit." Yeah. Probably, I assume. You know, he's played it heaps. Yeah. So, he's going to do rough for the same thing, but I am in the position to like completely change up what I do and yeah, I mean, in response to what I do in turn one, he might do something completely different. I don't know, but yeah. yes, <laughs> in answer to your question, yeah, I want to play that exact list right now. I almost wanted to go back to back, but he's like, yeah, but we better, yeah, we better, I better go. And I was like, yeah. Oh, I'd love to just have a do-over. That's it. But yeah. So that was my game, uh, basically over by turn three, uh, effectively. I mean, we could have, you know, you know when a game's really over. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But I'm curious. I know nothing about yours. I don't know if you won, lost. I don't know uh, what turn you made it to. I don't know what units you ran. I just, tell me everything. Shane. Yeah, because we, we went into the wee hours. Like, it felt like, uh, you know, you, you, you guys left like way early and we're like all right we're still yeah. going <laughs> yeah it did it yeah. wasn't that late it was like 9 30 i think by the time we finished up but um oh, okay yeah still. it was still a solid session it was um, very solid because we started roughly at five ish yeah i think i think like i looked at the clock as we were rolling dice and it was like six so i'd say probably five thirty by the time i had all my shit sorted um which was pretty yeah. good so that's pretty good yeah um i played my gto gene Silicolts colts list um a, a quick yep. sort of sum up it's a patriarch as the warlord uh magus or a magus depends how you want to say it kelomorph jackal alphas and a sanctus with a sniper rifle Damn, um so, so is that is that two battalions you're on no one one battalion ah oh, because they're some of them are elites aren't they they're not yeah all yeah the yeah, sanctus yeah. and the kelomorph are elites yeah cool um yeah so a bunch of characters um Two five-man squads of Acolyte hybrids with the hand flamers uh, and a 10-man so, squad of neophytes with shotguns and one mining laser. Cool. Um, one 10-man squad of uh, jackals with demo charges, the bikes. Yep. Uh, three ridge runners, three lemon rust tanks with main battle cannons, uh, 
plasma cannons and las cannons, three armored sentinels with heavy flamers and a chimera with ten brew bros. Um, Just yeah. chilling. Yeah. So t- like, I I put it on the table right, and I'm like, like the the virtual table, I should say, and I'm like looking at it, I'm yeah. like. This doesn't look like enough. Like, where is everything? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, Fuck. it looks so different when it's, you know, when you got like that bird's eye view that you got on Tabletop Simulator, everything's so yeah. small. Yeah. It just looks like your army's missing something. You're like, hold on. Even me, I had nine Carnifexes, 10 Carnifexes, and I was like, I, I feel like I'm supposed to have so many that it's overwhelming, yeah. but it doesn't <laughs> feel like that. You know? No, nah, no. Nah. When you can just like click and drag and pick all them up in one go, it's not, there's not many there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Agro, he ran Blood Angels, um, oh. which was an interesting list. So he had Dante and Astrath as his two characters. Um, he had two five man squads of uh, Death Company with jetpacks, uh, jump pack, sorry, and um, a whole mixture of weapons. Like he had like thunder hammers and power fists and all that kind of nonsense. Um, I can't remember if it was one or two five man sanguinary guard squads. Um, I think oh, it yeah. was just the one. He had two Dreadnoughts, one Death Company, one Furioso, a Whirlwind, Outriders, uh, three, I think they were attack bikes, the one with like a little sidecar, and um, and three, I'm pretty sure it was three five-man squads of Incursors. Oh, and another five-man squad of Blade Guard. So, wow. Feels yeah. like he has a lot of stuff. You're the Horde army. It feels like I he has know. more stuff than you. That's what I'm, I'm like. I'm looking at the two armies and I'm like, why does it look like you have the same, if not more than I do? <laughs> yeah. Um, Feels like so, you rattled off more things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was a great like matchup to start with. Like, cause I like just, I love Blood Angels and I've got like some death company, you know, death company dreadnought and, and that. And I just liked seeing him on the table, which was cool. Um, but um, he started first turn. Uh, I set up in you know, blips, the tokens. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. The, now the, for the first time, I actually put some guys into underground or deep strike, as you Ooh. might call it. Um, yeah, yeah. Which was spicy, man. So I set up the all the jackals in there and the two five-man squads of uh, hybrids. Um, and yeah, so still use the tokens for everything else except for the ridge runners because they have a, a nine-inch move to start the game, uh, like a scout move kind of thing. Oh, cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, got that. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, I I didn't really write like a, a turn for turn kind of thing. I just sort of more took notes of like some really like impressive points of the game. Um, but um, my Patriarch, right? So, sort of, I think this is by like the second turn. I managed to get him up in and I was like, fuck it. Let's just cast Smite. I don't really know the like the Broodmind <laughs> discipline psychic yep. power so I'm like you can't go wrong with smite right of Ro- rolls those virtual dice dude double sixes I'm like alright perils oh, okay baby. <laughs> oh baby yeah yeah so super smite goes off uh, kills I think like oh what did I target I can't remember what I targeted Dante or something I, it just did some or Astrath maybe it just did like heaps of damage like D3 was it D6 damage I think and it did like was it D three damage? Oh, I can't. I should have made note of that. Anyway, um, bulk oh, damage. When you super, super smart is D six, I believe. Yeah, Wait. yeah. I thought it was D six. I, I feel like it did like was three, it? three damage or something. Two damage. Or was it D three plus three? Man, we should know this. We should. We should know this. I think it's D six. Oh, well. <laughs> People are yelling at the screens right now. Oh, you yeah. dumb ass. Well, hey, we said we said we weren't experts. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're nothing. Nowhere near that. <laughs> we're like um, the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. So I took D three mortal wounds from that that perils. Um, oh, which was, oh the perils. Sorry, I was talking about the super smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, um, it's D six. Yeah, it's D six on the target. Yeah, I don't know about you though. Yeah, D three. Yeah, I took D three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So that was that was rough, but like I don't know, it was it was fun, right? Anyway, so so he's he's done there shooting, sort of like just pot shots with the the tanks. The Lehman Russ main battle cannons came in clutch. Um, you know, they they use a, a grinding advance, I'm pretty sure it's called, where if you move less than half or equal to half, you get two shots with the main battle cannon, which is which is nice. So it's like oh, yeah. two D six shots. So it's pretty pretty oh, gnarly. Brutal. Yeah. Big, um, big inches, yeah. Yeah. Big 72? range. Seventy two, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So that that was good. Um I sort of I, I kept playing them pretty like 
pretty safe and the, the board was pretty terrain heavy so um, I didn't really get many good lines like you know lines for, for firing down like streets or anything like that ah um, uh, yeah, yeah yeah don't know how I'd play it differently um, I'd probably just be more confident with them more aggressive with them um, one thing after the game Agro actually said to me he's like don't be scared to like suit, like overcharge your plasma cannons because every I didn't do it once, man. I was like every time I was just like, oh, just regular, you know. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that's something I should I should be less worried about. Um, what's the What's the penalty for that for a tank? Because for a, oh, a person you die, but for a yeah. tank it's just like one mortal wound or something. I think it's like three mortal wounds or something like that. I um, guess that's not bad because like one in six chance you don't die, you just take a bit of damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're also doing bulk damage. Oh no! It's sorry. It says um, so. The tank is destroyed, um, but you can use emergency plasma vents, which um, uh, automatically. Uh, sorry, I've got it in front of me here. So it's an no, ability right. the tank has. Yeah. So if the model is is fires a supercharged plasma cannon and you roll one or more hit rolls of one, it is not automatically destroyed. For each hit roll of one, the bearer suffers one mortal wound after all oh, these weapon go. shots have been resolved. Yeah. So. Um, one mortal wound for each one that I roll, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, yeah. you know, a bad roll would mean three, probably three mortal wounds. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. on a thing with what? Is it? It's not 18 wounds, is it? Nah, nah, it's got uh, 12. 12, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, but that, the tanks were great. He only killed one. The whole game, he only killed one. Um, yeah. He, he really struggled to even kill like my, my ridge runners, you know, like... Um, he sort of had to like chip the wounds off them that none, none of his really like none of his weapons just did bulk damage to them that, um, yeah he, he, did, he didn't have an answer for him nah not really um, he had the whirlwind which I oh man I did I did the the one trick pony job for these Gene Steeler Colts with the um, the jackal bikes ah uh, yeah brought the demo them charges hell yeah man brought them in from underground within three inches because that's a stratagem and then used yep. drive by demolition so they could fire their grenade weapons with a plus one to hit. Um, yeah. And then they skedaddled out of there as soon as they were done. But they one shot that whirlwind. Um, That's amazing. Which was fantastic. Like, it's fucking grouse. Because they've got... Normally, they've got blasting charges, but you can give them demo. Yep. Which are, I believe, strength 10, AP 3, D6 damage. Uh, yeah, Something they're... I've got them again. I've got it all right in front of me here from our last game. Um, nice, might be AP four even. The yeah, the, so the demo charges there. Grenades D six, strength eight, yep. AP three, D three damage. Oh, okay, um, and I, I had like twenty hits from my five guys with the um, That's with the right. charges. So they they hit real well. Um, yeah, and then what yeah. that forced him to do was he had his two dreadnoughts. He that he turned them around to, to take the bikes. So for the majority awesome. of the game, those dreadnoughts were tied up. Um, yeah. So I used one one unit um, of of bikes, which was like two hundred points or something, to take out a whirlwind and tie up two dreadnoughts. Um, Amazing, dude. So I think that's they awesome. Earned their money there. Um, Hell yeah! It yeah. sounds like you played them perfectly because their role is to pop up, blow something up, and then harass and just be a distraction for the rest of the game. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like you did that. You did exactly that, man. That's, that's so much value. That's it. Hell yeah, man. Like they worked perfectly. Um, everything else, eh, not so much. I sort of, again, <laughs> my, my, my neophyte hybrids just like sat on an objective the whole game, um, holding it for me every turn, which was all right, but doing, doing nothing else. Um, so I don't really know how to play them. And like the Jackal Alphys, again, he did, absolutely nothing all games so he was a waste uh my sanctus came in pretty clutch like he, with his sniper um he, he did really well um and um yeah so uh, like so what did the what did the the alphas did you say the jackal alpha sniper so yeah did so he... the jackal alpha has a sniper but there's also a sanctus that has a sniper oh, okay. as well yeah he's yep. more of a anti-psyker sort of character um cool. But like he can, you know, he can shoot at um, characters if they're not the closest target and all that nonsense. Hits on twos and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has a pretty and pretty nice weapon. Um, very cool. Yeah, and the um, patriarch. He was a he was a boss in combat as he as he should be. Um, 
he got charged by Five Death Company, um, survived, oh and then nice. minced like three of them um, with his six attacks. So that was pretty good. That's um, sick. Yeah. That's a good yeah. result. Yeah. Pretty happy with it. I, overall, like I think I'm getting more confident with playing this uh, this list and, and learning, you know, more tricks to do. Um, the Ridge Runners were, were pretty good. They had like a, 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 a six up. Uh, feel no pain effectively which was which was handy came in handy a couple of times oh nice yeah. you um did you even use some stratagems this game yeah by the yeah sound of it. i used bulk stratagems like Hell i yeah, had man. my 11 command points at the start of the game by the by the end of the game which i think we got to turn four uh i had like two left or one left or something like that so i was using stratagems every turn man i was i was even interrupting combat um with the oh. stratagem um, yep. which did really well. Like, yeah. Um, aggro, aggro helped me heaps, man. Like, you know, he's like, this is what yeah. I do, you know? And then, you know, you, you weigh it up. And um, I think I did my own decision once and it failed. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to listen to aggro. <laughs> yeah, fair. You know, I'm going to let aggro play my army from yeah. now on. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. that's cool. Hell yeah, man. It was, oh, it was fucking good fun. Like, um, oh, I'm keen to, I'm keen to play more TTS, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dope. We could probably play it after this. <laughs> got the hobby hanging hop- tonight, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. They can watch. <laughs> They'll love it. <laughs> True. Yeah, but that's cool <laughs> that we can just jump on and, and hit it. So, yeah. so how did the game go overall? Like, what was the scores? Did you guys... Yeah, yeah. So, um, I ended up like my TTS disconnected at the end of turn four, I think it was. I, I wasn't going to win. Oof. There was no way I yeah. could come back from where I was. I'd lost most of my infantry um aggro was just racking up the objective points i did pretty yep. good with my secondaries um so i'm happy like how that's all going um yep. last score check i think aggro was on like 68 and i was on 43 so pretty good yeah, dude. yeah it didn't it didn't do too bad i was sort of happy with that um yeah yeah Le- learned heaps like learned how and when to use different things and and you know interrupting combat which is like something i would never have ever thought of doing i was just like i you know i'd normally just be like oh whatever but like it actually came in clutch a few times uh, yeah so yeah that's i think that's a strategy benno told me about so i think is it everyone's got access to it it's like is it yeah is it yeah three? It's like, yeah it's like that's two command points um yep. it's basically right. like a re-roll sort of strategy two command points and you get to after his first person attacks you get to interrupt and choose someone yeah which is useful if you look around and you're like this guy's gonna die so i need to fight with him now yeah 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 and i believe it's it's cheap he said it's it's only one cp and this might just be for his army if someone's near an objective or something i can't quite remember Uh, okay that might be for his i'm not too sure but mine was two yeah yeah so I mean, I might have one. I, might, I should have a look. There might be one there, like a you know faction specific so one or something. Yeah, so many. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just stoked you uh you stratagems. It's like your second game you've. <laughs> it's, it's night and day from your first one. So I guess in game three you're trying to add the psychic powers and you got it all cranking. Oh hell yeah! And like psychic actually worked really well for me this game. Like you know I did some I did some damage and um, I was just smiting everything, but it was fucking yeah, yeah it was it was working. It was working. It was it was dishing the mortals. Well, that sounded it. like it because you got a super smart off. That's pretty dope. D six <laughs> yeah. mortal wounds is huge. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. how did you find how did you find using TTS? Is that this is our first TTS games, right? Well, because last time we were trying to set up our armies, but we didn't quite get a game in. Yeah, do you remember at the start of COVID we tried TTS and it was it just felt real clunky to us. Like we didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah. Um, I think we, yeah. I played Necrons and I don't know. I can't remember what you played. Um, yeah. I but, played um, Sisters. Oh, like yeah. Sisters of Silence. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you did too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, this time it felt like a whole new game, man. Like I, I could never put it over a game in person, obviously, but it's no. the next best thing, dude. Like it's like, it's, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it was, it was fucking awesome. Like I was just thinking like, fucking, why haven't we teased up something like this earlier? Like I, I frothed it. Absolutely loved it. Well, I think 
I think the difference is unless you've got it's not very accessible unless you've got someone like Agro or Benno or a good YouTube video that takes you through it. Yeah. Because when we played, we didn't actually know uh, a thing existed where you can drop your list from Battlescribe into a website to generate a code, which you then open a mod. Yeah. And it basically it, it ch- through a few steps turns your Battlescribe list into your army, which you can then import into a game. And then yeah. you hover over all your stuff and it tells you... It's all there. All of it. All yeah. of its stats, all of its special abilities. Hell yeah. That that was so like that was so good. Like being able to like look at his models, look at my models, um, instantly yeah. see all this all the stats, what weapons they're equipped with. Uh, and you can customize those as well. So you could put like you could put their, their guns and their AP and their damage and, and everything on there. Like um Yeah. You could even you could even like you could write the special abilities in there if you really wanted to like yeah it's yeah pretty good. it has the names for them but you could just do a little summary in case you wanted to remind you yeah like under my can't effects thing I could write plus one to hit in fight yep you know yep. and just a reminder okay yeah it's only in fight when I hover over them and look and it's got their wound characteristics there which you you know you just deduct yeah exactly so I can hover it's over in the yours, name I can see yeah 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 it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The first time we played, that's why it was so clunky because we we found models and we were able to load them in, but we were still there with a codex, and we're trying to figure out how to like pick up our dudes and move them. <laughs> yeah, and then we yeah. refer to the codex, <clears throat> and we were manually writing little things in there to try and yeah basically do what this program does for you. So and like the measure, you can you just hover over a model, then you hold tab, and then you can measure like base to base for everything. Um, yeah 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 i think um i think if the only way to play was how we originally played it and you've got to like load in the models and do everything manually no one would ever touch this but no it makes sense now that there's such a vibrant community for it because the version we played but loading our armies in like that it felt like yeah amazing yeah absolutely like uh, yeah, I I couldn't. I I really feel like I don't know. And if this stuff was there before COVID, then you know we had no idea. But since yeah, then, it's, it's opened up all this stuff. Like you know, we could play with with anyone across the world. Yeah. You know, using the magic of the internet. Like how yeah, how fucking good's that? <laughs> That's so good. It's yeah. so good. Um, the only downside, I suppose, is it's you know it dances on some toes. I guess of copyright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't dance on toes, I'm pretty sure. Well, it stomps. <laughs> it stomps on some... It's breaking some toes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess that's the downside. I, I know like uh, at any time, GW, if they wanted to, could totally uh, cease and desist any of the mods and they would just have to take them down. Yeah. The fact that they haven't, I mean, it's interesting. Um, either like they don't care because they're not really competing in this space. I genuinely wonder if the thought has occurred to him like, is this at the moment in this particular era, is this a good thing to let happen? Yeah. Is this letting people play our game and then when they want to get out of COVID and actually play on the table, they still have to buy the models. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I could see this as an aw- also an awesome way, like an awesome way for new people to get into the game. Like, you know, yeah. we... We were playing on a beautiful table with fully painted models, you know, like yeah, yeah. It, it was just and and you can play with whatever you want. Like I, I can sort of see they might crack the shits because like if you want to play an army, you have to go and buy that army, and then if you don't like it, what are you going to do? You're going to sell it off and then buy another army. You yeah. can you can make an army list build however you like, and then yep. play a game, and then you can be like, nah, this doesn't work, and that's just cost GW six to a thousand dollars you know it's like six hundred to a thousand dollars yeah and it's like okay they they probably wouldn't like that aspect of it but the fact that they're getting people in who enjoy the game and they'd be like wait you mean i can play this with my friend at his house with like with models that i build and paint hell yeah yeah and there's something so much more valuable in having the tangible physical product yeah yeah Um, yeah which is why they still do physical codexes because they know people want, they want to hold something. They want digital options as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think uh, it would be amazing if Games Workshop got around, like kept an eye on this and did something of their own 
yes, they'd make everyone pay for it. But if we could pay a fraction of the price to play new lists on tables, like the functionality of the tables you mentioned are phenomenal. Yeah. Like you can at any point just bring up a thing that shows you the table quarters. Yeah, what deployment zones. From, yeah, yep. everything. These little, uh, what would you call them? Like transparent walls that just show you where everything is. Yep. You can even put rings around models to show like areas of effect for buffs and to, and deni- oh, cool. you know, to deny like deep striking. So you can put all those rings around and you can easily see where you can put your models or where your opponent can put their models. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. The, the dice functionality is incredible where you can just be like, I want... You click ten d six. If you need twenty, you just click that button twice. Yeah. Pick them all up, drop them in the little bag. It randomly rolls them, then sorts them into sixes, fives, four, three, two, ones. Yeah. And, and you then can delete you can, the yeah. You know, three up. If you need to get delete threes and up, you can delete that, and then just shows you, you know, four through six, and yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty awesome. It's just it's once you get it set up, getting set up is a bit of work. Yeah. Once you do it the first time, you're you're sweet. Yeah, it's, it's super intuitive after that. Yeah, definitely. It'll never, it'll never take you know playing a game in person. I'll play a game in person any day of the week than play TTS. But For if sure. I can't, like you know, just purely can't, but can put a put aside three or four hours, you know, I I definitely play a TTS game absolutely. Yeah, the the only time I could figure me playing a TTS over the option of playing someone in person, and this is a big if is say I've got my... Let's say I've got my Necron army over to my left here. Yeah. I want to test what it looks like with two blobs of six Tomb Blades yeah. and maybe the Silent King. Oh, I'm not going to yeah. proxy all that in there. No. Nah. You know? I would rather actually play with that maybe through TTS where I've got the actual models. I can see what they look like on the table and how they move around. Yeah. As opposed to using just like similar looking things that breaks immersion in an, a physical game. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, if I like it and I love it, then I go out and buy those models. But yeah. if I don't have that option, if I can't go into a store and proxy because they don't like proxies or whatever, then I'm not buying the Silent King and my 12 Tomb Blades because I don't know if it's good or bad. No. I haven't had a chance, you know? Yeah, so. no, absolutely, yeah. It's definitely got its its pros and they and I, I feel the pros outweigh the flaws like you know, 10 to 1. Like, I, I can't really think of many flaws besides the fact that it, it, it's still a little bit clunky, but it's nothing like that first game that we experienced. Um, yeah. It's got some, like, some fantastic pros. Like, you can start moving a model and if you don't, you know, you can be like, oh, I forgot to do something. You just hit escape and it goes back to exactly where it was. You know, you're not worried about you know where it's going to be and, and the whole like yeah true the rings of, of area of effect and all that stuff is, is fucking brilliant um that's saved me big time the ability to um just like yeah hit the uh escape and undo it because i'd move things and then like let go yeah and i'd be like oh my gosh how far did i move i got no idea so yeah it's got like a little built-in yeah. undo button yeah yeah which is dope we had it yeah it was a great time it it was crazy because it was just sweet that i looked at it and went damn wait i can play with all these other people like yeah people on yeah. the other side of melbourne sure but i can also play final dinosaur in belgium if i want you know yeah, exactly yeah all the boys people. up in queensland like you know like moose and lethal yeah 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 Hell exactly yeah, man. or even just like if lockdown gets more intense and i can't play with my damn neighbor you know yeah i mean we can hit it it's just great and Jumping on, we've got our armies in there loaded. We could just load it up in 10 minutes and start rolling dice. Like, none of the setup of actually loading up my army to a box, driving to your house, unloading them, <laughs> yeah, setting up the setting table. Setting the table you know? up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. None of that. Yeah, so, hell yeah. That's I, I think it's it's definitely... It's like a lot of these things in this hobby, man. It's a, it's a valuable tool for the old tool belt, you know? Like, you're not going to use it all the time. You're not going to... It's not going to be the new go-to thing. But when, it's, when we need it, man, it's going to be there for us. Yeah, yeah. Unless unless it gets uh, DMC eight or whatever it is, but I mean, yeah. we'll cross that bridge. Or we get <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll just. We'll, uh, yeah, I wish we had. A, we discovered it sooner, but I wish we had of understood what it could do sooner. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we've had the boys in lightness now, so who knows, man? Maybe we can do some virtual bat reps or something one day. Ah, oh, true. That'd be that'd be amazing. All the bat raps we keep talking about being able to do and <laughs> taking one step forward and two steps back with our tech. 
Yeah. <laughs> maybe this maybe this has unlocked it. But if you're listening, you're one of our homies and you're in the Discord and you want to have a game, hit us up. Yeah. We uh, might be able to walk you through doing it. Potentially. I think I'm pretty confident. We can I think get we can like subcontract Benno or Agro in to help them too. For sure. Well. <laughs> yeah, we'll buy them a couple of beers and we'll, we'll get them to help. Yeah, yeah. They could set up our game and then go have smoke. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, and if you're not in the Discord and you you know, you know want to get around Tabletop Simulator, jump in our Discord. We can help you there. And uh, you find the links on hobbyhomies.com. Tabletop Simulator is on Steam, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's on Windows. Uh, it is on Windows. I don't know if it's on Mac or Linux, possibly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, for yeah. sure. So that's a bit of a, a rec, uh, you know, a recap on our road to the GTO, which is getting closer by the minute. Um, yeah. Sweating bullets, absolutely sweating bullets. Yep, two weeks and three days, and we've just got a little bit of. Pa- but just stop I saying the it, pressure dude. off. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I t- I've taken the pressure off myself. Um, you know, we don't have to get them painted. Yeah, it's just going to really hurt if we don't. Yeah, but yeah. we'll talk about that on the beers of banter. So. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, don't forget, we've got giveaways going at the moment. The game Pendulum, one to five player strategy game where you manage the most precious resource of all time, time itself. Uh, oh. We've got a Patreon giveaway as well. So, to all our patrons get auto entry into that plus their regular giveaways, um, which is a, a hobby resupply pack. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and the Winter Painting Competition uh, running to the 11.59 p.m. on the 31st of August. You've got one miniature, Three colors, white, blue, gray. Um, and first and runner-up will get a prize and also a random. So everyone has a chance of, of scoring something great. Yeah, that's so. And it is great. It's a $50 voucher for Throw the Dice, I believe. Yeah. That anyone yeah. can win. That's that's, and then, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our patrons, y'all are amazing. You make all this stuff happen. You, you paid for us to download... Tabletop Simulator, that's a lie. We did that already. But <laughs> you help tremendously in every other way possible, uh, especially when we're stuck here doing remote. These episodes are because of you and we can't thank you enough. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone. We'd like to give a massive shout out this week to all of our patrons. We've got Gridlock, Penny, Lockie, Hockers, Reese, Moose Moosington, Tricky, Ollie, Agro, Alco, Burnsy, Rad Rooster, MJ, Lethal, Joey P, Richo, Arkham, Caitlin, Mike D, Foggy Highway, Dave, Final Dinosaur, Harrison Bailey, Churchy. Oh, that was a that was a big one. Thanks, thank you, everyone. We've been your fumbling, bumbling, not experts uh, in any it, way, hosts. We couldn't do one episode right, could we? <laughs> nah, gosh, no, nah, no way. That would be off-brand, my friend. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's what they're paying for. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I've been Fox. I've been Shane. Thanks for hanging out. Toodles. Toodles.